What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Little Agile, the podcast dedicated to bringing you agile concepts from across the industry in an episode you can consume in a short car ride. I'm your host, BP. And as always, please review and share this podcast with your friends. Helps us grow, and it also gives us good insight into how we can adapt. And today, we are going to talk about value stream KPIs in SAFE, or the Scaled Agile Framework. Let's get to it. Little Agile, each and every day. Little Agile, show you how to navigate with project management. This is what you need, yeah, yeah. let's go with your host, BP. Uh, sharing user stories and iterations. Quick cycles of work that we call sprints. From stand-up meetings and daily progress. We staying flexible, that's the path to success. This is Little Agile, each and every day. Little Agile, show you how to navigate. Let's go. All right, so many of you are familiar with the Scaled Agile Framework. We cover it a lot in this podcast, but essentially in safe, leveraging value stream, key performance indicators are critical for organizational or operational success. And KPIs, they're not just numbers on a dashboard. They're actually vital signs that show how well a development value stream is aligned with its business operations. So we want to go a little in depth here on the different types of KPIs, and we're going to reveal how they can contribute to decision-making, lean budgeting, and ultimately the delivery of value. So we're going to start essentially KPIs. They have a huge role in closing the feedback loop, which is obviously the feedback loop is vital in agile, and it is more frequent than in traditional project management structures. But one of the most crucial aspects of SAFE is also closing that feedback loop that is going to span from the portfolio layer, more importantly, strategic themes through lean budgeting to real world business outcomes. And value stream KPIs are going to serve as the linchpin in this feedback mechanism, providing actionable quantifiable metrics to evaluate the return on investment of the development value stream. So from from setting portfolio initiatives like the epics to delivering any business outcomes, KPIs are going to be invaluable for closing this feedback loop and understanding what our return is going to be, how we're progressing in terms of our ongoing investment and where we need to maybe recalibrate. And in the SAFE framework, you'll, you might be familiar with principle number nine, which, which essentially it underscores the need for decentralized decision-making. While decentralized decision-making is going to have its merits, such as increased agility, power teams, so on and so forth, it also poses a challenge to the traditional hierarchy of of governance and operational control so value stream kpis are going to mitigate this by offering the objective measures that are going to be able to help now verify and get the verification of the decentralized decisions that are now aligning with corporate goals and corporate strategy so kpis are not just there 
for the fun of it, not just there to have metrics, just to say you have metrics. As we just touched on, they help to close the feedback loop and they help to be able to quantify and measure this decentralized decision making because centralized decisions are easier to quantify. When it starts to become decentralized, you're able to navigate the waters of this decision making and understand where the decisions are coming from. What internal biases are they coming from and how can we navigate those waters in an effective way while utilizing KPIs? And one of the most important things, KPIs are the cornerstone within strategic themes. So in SAFE, each portfolio has a set of strategic themes. And I also have an episode on this. And these strategic themes bridge the overall enterprise strategy and the portfolio vision. And these themes often materialize as OKRs or objectives and key results. And they set the stage for high-level business outcomes. And these OKRs are invariably connected to the KPIs of each development value stream, either directly or indirectly, but they align. In this relationship, a strategic theme is aimed at increasing annual reoccurring revenue. Uh, It might have a key result like increasing account renewals from 75% to 90%. So we go back the objective is increasing the revenue and then how do we increase account renewals from 75 to 90%. This key result could directly map to a specific KPI for the number of account renewals. It's essential to remember that while some OKRs directly translate into KPRs, KPIs, I'm sorry, Others may become more intricate, requiring coordination across multiple value streams or even influencing outcomes in a less straightforward manner. But the the example I just provided is a direct one-to-one relationship, an OKR at that portfolio level within a strategic theme, and then connecting it to a specific value stream that maybe work is consumed by one or two release trains or a solution train within that value stream, the OKR map one-to-one. But sometimes that is not the case. It can be less straightforward. But we want to make sure we're still following up on our OKRs and KPIs to make sure they're being monitored effectively. And also, There's local context and adaptability of KPIs. Now, while the strategic themes and the OKRs are going to provide an overarching framework, each development value stream exists within its own local context with specific objectives and conditions. So there are a few case studies here and criteria for accepting or creating KPIs. And it starts with outcome focus, where you want to select KPIs that concentrate on an objective, on a quantifiable and measurable business outcome. And then also data analysis. So I'm getting pinged on the side. It's trying to distract me. But also we want to have good data that connects to our API. And then we don't want to have too many. Too many KPIs are going to dilute focus. So we want to have about four to seven in flight in a a large vertical within a company or uh, 
a development value stream. So we want to really focus in on what we're trying to do. We want to have a good time frame that helps us out. A few examples here. Um, a development value stream directly generating revenue would have revenue metrics as KPIs for emerging solutions. ROI might not be the best KPI. Instead, you can use innovation accounting or non-financial KPIs that may offer quicker feedback. And then maybe for internal development value streams that serve maybe cost centers, measures like customer and business owner satisfaction, uh, let's say feature cycle time, or even MPS, net promoter score, may be relevant. So those are some examples there, along with some best practices. Get out there, so write some KPIs, and make sure you're revisiting these KPIs. They're important. Even if you're not scaling Agile or in an Agile manner, they are important to make sure we're closing that feedback loop to make sure we are adequately adapting effectively and pivoting where we need. And that's it. That's all. That's the podcast episode for today. I'll talk to you later this week.